I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC, World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. It may seem obvious that breathing black smoke belched from diesel vehicles is bad for you. But the World Health Organization has ratcheted up its assessment of just how bad. The WHO had long considered diesel fumes a probable cause of cancer. Well, a new assessment concludes that the fumes definitely do cause cancer, putting diesel exhaust in the same category as asbestos. Here's Christopher Portier, who headed the WHO's reassessment. Diesel exhaust exposures are carcinogenic to humans, a group one carcinogen, the highest level you can possibly have. Health experts hope this stark announcement will prod governments around the world to clean up diesel exhaust. Our health and science editor, David Barron, is here to explain what is so carcinogenic in diesel fuel. What makes it bad for you, David? Well, the bad stuff in diesel is all of those tiny particles of soot that come out and they lodge in your lungs. And they're bad for many reasons, not just cancer, but they, of course, can exacerbate breathing problems, asthma, for instance. They also can can exacerbate cardiovascular disease, heart disease. Um, a number of studies over the years have shown that breathing those tiny particles of soot increases the overall risk of death. And apparently it's not the amount of diesel that you're exposed to. It's the kind of diesel and, and what it's made up of. Well, that's right. In fact, here in the United States, we've had an ongoing push to clean up diesel fuel and diesel engines. The, the issue in diesel fuel is the sulfur content. And in the United States, we have dramatically reduced the amount of sulfur in our fuel. And that by itself has cleaned up the exhaust quite a bit. But on top of that, when you use low sulfur fuel, you can use new, much cleaner diesel engines. And when you use the new engines with the new fuel, the emissions are reduced by well over 90%. And everyone agrees that, again, using the latest fuel, the latest technology in the United States, the risk goes way, way down. Okay, so it's gone down here in the United States. It's gone down in Canada because the cleaner diesel fuel is being used. Uh, where isn't it being used? Right. The way I see it, this WHO announcement has a much, a much bigger impact on what's going on in the developing world than in the developed world. If you look at a map of where in the world you can get low sulfur fuel, and we're going to put a link to this at theworld.org, you'll see that in the U.S., in Europe, in Australia, in Japan, we're using this low sulfur fuel. But if you look at sub-Saharan Africa, China, Latin America, they're using the much dirtier diesel fuel which is bad not only in and of itself, but it means they can't even use the new type of diesel engines. And so if we're ever going to clean up diesel in most of the world, we first need to get to the low sulfur fuel. Okay, so the fuel has to be cleaner, and then the the buses and trucks have to be replaced and newer so they exactly. can use the, the cleaner fuel. What's getting in the way of that happening, bringing the standards of many parts of the world right now to that of, say, the U.S. and Canada? Well, very simply, it's money. Uh, taking the sulfur out of fuel is costly. It means it means rebuilding refineries uh, and spending that extra money. And in a lot of countries in the world, the petroleum companies are state-owned. So you're talking about the government, in essence, regulating itself. So there's a, understandably a reluctance to spend the money to clean up the diesel fuel. And the big hope among um, environmentalists and health experts is that this WHO announcement, which carries a lot of weight, particularly in the developing world, that this could be an extra push for countries to make that investment in the cleaner fuels and then the cleaner uh, diesel engines as well. David Barron, the world's health and science editor, thank you very much. You're welcome.